You are listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Christ in All podcast. This is Matthew Smith, and with me, as always, is our lead pastor, Chad Hunsberger. How are you doing? All is well. Good deal. All right, so we've got a... Uh, a really fun topic for today. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're gonna, all right. So uh, I think it was probably last year around Easter, we mm. did episodes. We like Jesus and his death on the cross, yeah, why yeah. that was important. Right. And then we talked about the next week after Easter, we sure. talked about his resurrection. Well, today we're going to talk about the time that was in between those two events. Ooh, yeah. Right. So when yeah. Jesus was actually dead in the grave and and what happened? Like where did he go? Yeah. And so there's um so the question really I guess this is what we'll title the episode is did Jesus descend into hell? Yeah. Okay. So so there's that's the question. Okay. And then so why would anybody even think that? Okay. okay. Uh so I I guess there is Historically, so yeah. even going, you can go back to really early church, um, early in the Apostles' Creed. In fact, there's a it's weird kind of how the Apostles' Creed works, but there is an Apostles' Creed portion. That right, says, so yeah, hey, well, so before we even jump into that part, we got a lot of Baptist listeners. Yeah, so sure. what is the Apostles' Creed? Okay, yeah. so the Apostles' Creed is a just what it sounds like. It is yeah. a creed that mm-hmm. uh, was written. Uh, Right after the early church, okay. there's a time frame you would say kind of post early church, mm-hmm. but uh, that was intended to describe the the general doctrine right. of what the church mm-hmm. believes yeah. about what the gospel is, who God is, and several pieces yeah. in there. And so, and that, and so, it was something that was likely would have been, um, especially when it was first written, whatever they would have like recited that together right. as, as a congregation. Right. And it is uh, like we believe. That, in God the Father, we believe yep. this, all these we believe statements. That's right. right. So they're That's just right. so it's very uh, emphasizing the doctrines. Okay. Correct. Correct. All right. And so, so how does that? So there's the one pop- part of that that says uh, that speaking of Jesus, mm-hmm. that he died, descended into hell, and rose again. Okay. Okay. It's phrased in different ways, but yeah. that that's the essential piece. That showed up in like the three hundreds. Okay? okay, so early on, but then you don't really see it again, even in the Apostles' Creed and other uh, places, until like nine hundred. So, so there's uh, more more than one version of the Apostles' Creed correct. throughout history, and it's so kind of changed and adapted. That so. kind of shifts some things, but but the, some of the early versions of that you see that statement. So for some, it's just an automatic. I believe it because for some denominations, yeah. to that point, they put such an emphasis on the Apostles' Creed. They're going to read the Apostles' if it Creed says still. That, I believe that. That's yeah. right. So they're just going to say, "Oh yeah." So I guess that. Now, those writers mm-hmm. are basing that off something they understood from Scripture. Yeah. There are okay. two particular yeah, so what places. Are, what's the scriptural? Yeah, so there are two particular places that they're going to pull that from. One is a passage in Ephesians four. Okay, that, uh, and I'll just go ahead and say this: the second one is in First Peter three. Yeah. But in Ephesians four, um, it says that something like that he, uh, Jesus, speaking of Jesus, he led them uh, captives mm-hmm. out of uh, like. He descended and and led them out. Okay, okay? so this is a uh, some would say, oh, did he did he go to hell and set some mm-hmm. people who were kind of in this uh, waiting place? Yeah, 
and he led them out, kind of d- demonstrating his power over Satan, power over hell. Right. So he's he's taking some, he's rescuing some from there. Um, there are two reasons I don't hold mm-hmm. to that, by the way, is that, that interpretation of that text yeah. is because uh, one that would assume that them being in hell wasn't where they were supposed to be, yeah. okay? Um, as though like that was their rightful punishment, so because they were not they had yeah. not believed. So that's a problem. The other piece is that even in the literal discussion of that phrase, it's really more like he took them out of play. So you can think of it like he those who are in opposition, he's like taking them out of commission. So he's leading the these captives like out of the the conversation. It's not that he went and removed them from hell and brought them to heaven. Okay. The uh the second place, which okay. is probably the more common right. one, yeah. is first Peter three. And um do you have that text? If you don't, it's I, okay. Yeah, I don't have but it pulled up right now. But in it. that text, it talks about again this this uh concept of uh that he goes that Christ descended and proclaimed truth. So that he proclaims and and the idea for yeah I'll go ahead and I can yeah, just pull it up real verses fast verses eighteen through twenty yeah so uh, verses First so Peter three verse eighteen for Christ also suffered once for sins the righteous for the unrighteous that he might bring us to God being put to death in the flesh but made alive in the spirit in which he went and proclaimed to the spirits in heaven because they formerly did not obey when God's patience waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is eight persons, were brought safely through the water. Yep. Yeah. So an interesting part that uh, this is almost very rarely done by the NASB, okay. New American Standard Bible, they added a word you actually, for clarity. Yeah. Uh, they put it in italics so that you yeah, know so that it's you know not it's a not translated the, the original word. Greek. But they add the word now uh, to a, a particular part in there in regarding um, when the, he proclaimed. Mm-hmm. It helps un- explain the idea that uh, Christ proclaimed to th- in the days of Noah, mm-hmm. not not in, at his death, right? So it's not that after his death he goes and proclaims yeah. to those in hell, and again that they're now going to to be escorted out. Yeah. So it's it's not that. T- this is why this is important. The answer to <laughs> the question is: Did he? Did Jesus go to hell? I believe that the answer is no. Yeah. Again, that is there are many people throughout Christian history that would say the answer is yes. So I'm I don't want to sound so harsh or definitive in that way because there's different ways to interpret this passage. Yeah. However, I, I do look at that and say there's a, a a more significant reason that I think he did not, not yeah. because of how I interpret that, okay. but let's, what I see in another. Part. Let's hold on to okay. that one for just a minute. Um, so in this text, uh, it was actually re- so just very recently had a conversation with my wife about this this mm. passage. She was actually asking about something in verse twenty one, okay. which is a little maybe a little bit off topic, but I'll try to bring it all back together. Okay. Um, so verse twenty one says baptism which corresponds to this, mm-hmm. now saves you. Yeah. And so she was like, what is, is it saying that you get saved through baptism, right? Because we, you know, we don't believe we that. Don't, like yep. baptism is an external work. It's something that we, you know, it comes after salvation, yep. right? And, and so what I was pointing out to her is that uh, in the, it's, 
making this kind of comparison between the work of salvation and the story of Noah. That's right. right. It mentioned him. Exactly. And, and so um, in the same way that um, his, Noah and his family were brought out of condemnation with the rest of the world, they were saved in the ark. Jesus is salvation. And so baptism, the same way that Noah is supposed to point us to Jesus, mm-hmm. like all stories of the Bible point us ultimately to Jesus. That's right. Baptism is an act that points us yep. to Jesus. And so there's their comparison being made right there. Well, um, so we have to remember that there's this story of Noah that's a part of this text. And so this idea of uh, Jesus speaking to these spirits in prison, mm-hmm. it's, uh, one interpretation that you mentioned different mm-hmm. ways is that those spirits in prison is actually a reference to the people of Noah's That's right. day. Right? Absolutely. That's absolutely. And, and so even to that thought... Thinking, in the same way that Noah was preaching to those people. That's right. Like, and saying that there's only one way to be saved. People are proclaiming the name of Jesus today. There's only one way to be absolutely. saved. Absolutely. And even seeing an intentionality of water. Yeah. So this is a correlation. Baptism, we now see it this way. Mm -hmm. We see this as pointing. And so there's this other story that it's it's a flood, right? So there's a piece of that. Yeah. So that, um, I guess that explains the correct interpretation Mm -hmm. of this text. Yes. So what that means for us for this topic is that this text doesn't actually have to do with Jesus dying and going to hell or heaven or anything else, right? So so that kind of takes away that still doesn't answer the the question. Yeah. So the answer then, which which maybe a bigger question, not just did he go to hell, but what happened? Yeah. Where did he go? Well, what we see in Luke twenty three is this. uh, It's the only gospel who records this, but it's this Mm -hmm. conversation between the uh, other criminals on the cross. And one is saying, like, why don't you take us down? If you're really God, you can, you can save, save us, yourself, whatever. Yeah. The other one is like, hey, buddy, uh, do you know who you're talking to? Mm-hmm. I feel like you probably didn't yeah, say it that way. No, that's but a, is that a direct, direct quote? Direct quote. Yes, hey, buddy. from the text. Uh, yeah. Yeah, hey, buddy. Yeah, this yeah. works out great. But he says, he says, like, this is the real son of God yeah. that we're talking to here. And Jesus, in response to that, yeah. says, today yeah. you will be with me in paradise. So okay. this this emphatic statement of, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm dying, yeah. right? And this guy's dying too. And this guy's dying, and today he will be with me in paradise. He also yeah. makes a statement where he says, uh, into your hands I commit my spirit mm-hmm. so, to the Lord, and so to the Father, he says. And so if, if that's the case, if he is... Uh, both in spirit, going to be in paradise, and he is giving his spirit to the Lord, so to speak, then it is not uh, available to go to hell and yeah. do anything with the people there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I do think it's helpful to know where he would be. He is in some form or fashion, he is with uh, at least yeah. <laughs> this one man uh, in paradise. And so uh, that becomes... Uh, that's also why it becomes helpful for us today when we say to be absent from the body is to be present right. with the Lord. And we cherish that thought that there isn't this intermediary, mm-hmm. like uh, no man's land kind of time that when when we, pa- those of us who are believers, when we die, when we pass away, we we enter the presence of the Lord. And that is uh, a sweet, sweet thought. Okay. So I guess to kind of finish up then, uh, with knowing the Apostles' Creed, a big piece mm-hmm. of church history, and it does say, or versions of it at least say, he descended into hell. Mm-hmm. Is there a way to reconcile what the Apostles' Creed teaches with what we see from Scripture that he did immediately go into the presence of God the Father? Is like that that 
sense of Jesus experiencing hell? Is there a way for us to understand that? I think the the, the reconcile there um, is on the cross. Yeah. He is experiencing what evidently, even when he quotes, "My God, My God, why have you forsaken right. me?" He, he, there's a there's a description there um, where he is definitely experiencing the the full weight of the wrath of God. Yeah, and if if hell is experiencing the wrath of God mm-hmm. for eternity, and and Jesus was experiencing the weight of all those who would turn to him, right? Yeah. If he is experiencing for for all of time that weight of my sin and your sin, and right, mm-hmm. if he is experiencing that, that is the weight of the wrath of God bearing on him in that one yeah. instant on the cross. Yeah. So that's that's the reconciliation of of him bearing our punishment that we deserve. Yeah, yeah. I've I've heard you teach before, like and talking about heaven and like all the the ways that Scripture describes heaven mm-hmm. and how great it is, but like. What's best about heaven is that you're in the in the presence of God, mm-hmm. fully in the presence of yeah, God. Yeah. Like so, one of the things I remember you saying is that heaven could be a trash dump, but it would still be better than anything here because you're in the presence of God. Right. right. And so, and I guess kind of reversing that, yeah. hell is the complete absence of God, and so the worst part of it, all the fire, all the darkness, all the horrible things that we would use to describe hell. What's worst about it is that you are completely separated from that's God. Right. And that's what Jesus did experience on the yeah. cross. Yeah, when you think about heaven, we think streets of gold. Yeah. But if, and crystal sea, pearly gates, but if you put all of those in hell, yeah. it would still be hell yeah. because it would be apart from God. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. All right. Well, anything else we want to say about no, this topic? No, I think this it's an g- uh, important question. Yeah. It is valid for us to consider uh, and try to interpret that from understanding scripture as best as possible. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up today's episode. We hope you have enjoyed this conversation. If you have, please share it on social media. Give us a rating and review on your podcasting app, and we thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Christ in All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.